2: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
1: That's who we in applesauce. Three words for that. Who, blah, blah. When I'm wrong, I say them.
2: Ah,
1: oh, it's gay. And hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? Hope all's well wherever you are. Happy holidays to you wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 41 of the Dave Damashek Football Program, available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. And today, I want to take some phone calls, Rank. That's, that's, uh, that's where my head's at on this, and uh, if you're willing... We should roll in some calls. I've been wanting to do it. Welcome in the Czech Republic and the rank amateurs. Hear what they have to say and answer their questions and kibitz with them. You know, one thing we talked about at the end of episode number 40, which I encourage you, nay, demand that you go back and dig up. We, uh, we kibitzed with C.J. Spiller, who proved to be a delight. Um, we, uh, we got into at the end of it, what's the best Christmas carol? Real quick. What do you think the best Christmas carol is?
3: Well, first of all, boss, thank you for having sure, me. I appreciate sure. it. Of course. Uh, this is my Christmas gift is being able to do an extra podcast this week. My favorite Christmas carol. If I, I have- While you think about it, let's play Adam Rank's theme music, too, by the way. We forgot to do that.
4: Adam rank is here.
1: Sorry about that. There
3: you go. Go please proceed. That's good stuff. That's not a Christmas carol, though. Not a Christmas carol. If I, I'm going to say this is one song I look forward to hearing every Christmas is the Waitresses' Christmas wrapping. What? You know that song, the, the no. one that you, you've never heard? Christmas wrapping by the Waitresses. No, oh, I thought you. Were, I didn't even know what
1: you were talking about. I thought you were saying some local restaurant you go to in Orange County. The waitresses oh, sing some ditty or something. I have no idea. How's You've it You've
3: never heard Christmas? Maybe I have. The I don't know what it
1: is. Oh
3: my gosh!
1: You can sing it, and then no. instead of instead of uh, I'm
3: not singing it, throwing but your brow at me. No, that's exactly what I'm going to do. What is yours? Let's hear you. White Christmas. I oh, know you went too serious. That's a good one.
1: White Christmas is a good one. Is
3: that the preeminent? Christmas I like the song.
1: I like the Paul McCartney one.
3: Boom, boom, bong, bong, bong. I think that's
1: a pretty good one.
3: I have somebody Crosby doing White Christmas, though. Can't beat that. My wife's boss contends that the number one Christmas carol of all times is rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh no. Like that's the number one over Silent Night, Oh Holy Night, any jingle but anything. I could think I don't even know if that would crack the top ten. I always hated, I'll tell you
1: this. I always hated in uh Elementary school that I was the only uh, Jewish kid growing in my uh, in my elementary school, and the teacher she would go around and we'd have to sing Christmas carols, Christmas carols, and about two thirds of the way through the class, she would suddenly say, uh, "All right, now everybody, it's time to sing a song for David," and everybody go like, "Ah, uh. <laughs> objectify way to, me, way Make to me call feel, me out, yeah, oh, I feel so small and awful now that you're doing that's I.
3: a terrible thing to do,
1: yeah, yeah, was also
3: hey, you know what, like hey, I know we're all having a good time." Talking about Christmas, Sorry, singing but some songs, but a, hey, now we got to, you know, we got to kowtow to the, you know. Have a legal the responsibility. Single, the yeah. single Jewish kid in class, so try not to resent him too much. Um, she might as well have said, like, you know, like, it's the kid who's, like, allergic to wheat, so you can't have birthday cake. Like, hey, Ethan, you know, we would have cake, everybody, but Ethan's here. You guys, you get, you get nothing. <laughs> all right,
5: guys, we have a first call on the line. How His is that is possible? Kevin. Kevin's on the line? Yep, Kevin's okay. on the line.
1: Kevin, go for Adam Rank.
4: <laughs> well, Dave, first of all, I just want to say I'm a huge fan.
1: Oh, thanks, Kevin. Of Adam Rank? <laughs> or are you, are you in the Czech Republic or are you a Rank amateur?
4: <laughs> Firmly in the Czech uh, Republic. Uh... Firm.
3: He could have been nicer about it. You don't have to say, oh, I prefer, <laughs> but firm. No, it's firm. There's no chance. All right. Huge, huge fan!
1: Thanks, Kevin.
3: Um, I was calling. I want to know what y'all
4: think. Where would y'all rank the various play-by-play color teams hmm. currently on Sundays? I know you love listing things.
1: Yes, I do. I do love that.
4: So yeah. I wanted to know maybe where, how you would rank them because there are some I think that really are good and some. But I'm
1: not. What's your Kevin. answer? What's your answer ahead of time, Kevin? Well,
4: I don't know. Uh, obviously, uh, the Sunday night team is probably well. To me, yeah. uh, that's
1: exactly right. I think Al Michaels and uh, Chris Collinsworth are the best. I know a lot of people don't love Collinsworth, but I think he's terrific. And Michaels is the gold standard. Is it? Is he not? Rank?
3: Yeah. I'm. Gl- first of all, I'm glad Kevin thought this out well enough in advance. Like. Ah! I don't know. You know what? You know the one with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman? It's not that one. The one that is – you know the ones that that, – it's got to be our favorite. It's got to be the one with Chris Myers and Tim Ryan. Yeah, just that's the most the ironic dynamic. one. Yeah, just because of the dynamic.
1: Yeah, Chris Ryan seems pretty square and cheesy, and Tim Ryan is no uh. nonsense, uh, <laughs> all machismo. Like, talk about it. Hey, why do I got to sit in here
3: with this uh, with this plastic <laughs> head? Why do I got to sit in here with that? Do you like think it. he whispers on the on the broadcast like he does on a serious station? <laughs> that was that was going for. for well, time. and I'll tell you,
1: the greatest of all time is the uh, the trio of uh, Meredith. Gifford and Cosell you can't beat that locally I loved Cope Myron Cope growing up with uh, mm-hmm. Billy Hillgrove and Jack Fleming before that in Pittsburgh um, currently where is Gus Johnson is he doing games for Fox right now because to be honest we, Rank and I sit at the NFL Network and watch the games every Sunday so we don't get to hear all the local teams I'm not a huge fan of uh, of Jim Nance but I do like uh, Phil Sims quite a bit I think Phil Sims is another guy who gets a bad rap
3: and what about Joe Buck? Eh, we said no. I yeah. already said
4: forget them. Not He's, a fan of that. He just I have has... to say, personally, I feel like Joe Buck is probably the celebrity I'd most want to punch.
3: You know, <laughs> I think he has a very low
4: likability factor.
3: Well, you know, our country could get out of debt if Joe Buck would just agree to allow people to punch him in the face for like 50 bucks a shot, donate that money to America. We would be swimming. Joe
1: Buck earns his keep in my book, though. I loved what he did. Uh, Some people actually even badmouth him for that, but I loved in the World Series on the home run call. Uh He's like, "We'll see you tomorrow night," just like his old man did uh, when Kirby Puckett hit the home run. I thought that was a great call. So he
3: clearly likes baseball. Is tolerant of football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he took a big step back. He's never completely dug himself out of the hole in my book. When he piously, uh, when he you know he went up on Mount Pius after Randy Moss pretended he didn't actually moon the, no. the Lambo crowd, but he faked like he was f- mooning the crowd. That is disgusting, Joe <laughs> Buck declared. Joe Buck, you're thirty years, you're a thirty year yeah. old uh, regular guy. Lighten up, would you, fella? Is it that vile?
3: And then you're gonna start your own show on cable and bring in Artie Lang. And then get offended.
1: Wait (laughs) Wait a second. You're roasting me on my show. (laughs) Um, All right, Kevin, where are you calling from, by the way? What's that? Where are you calling
4: from? Currently in Austin, Texas.
3: Oh, well, well, Are we big in Texas?
4: Well, wherever I am, uh, I I certainly tell people about Dave Damashek as much as I can. You're sweet,
1: Kevin. Uh, you're you're a sweetheart and you're doing the, you're doing, the, you're, doing
4: the,
1: you're doing the lord's well, work with I it i just
4: want to thank you you know i used to live in new york i'd sit on the subway crying with laughter oh and so it got me through a real dark time personally ah terrific well uh, well
1: i'm glad that well i'm not glad to hear about your dark time but uh, uh-huh. anyway any help any help hey, thank we provide. Sure thing, thanks Kevin, and thanks for the call. Stay on the lookout right. on the Twitter. I like how this is going so far, rolling calls. All right, have a good one down there in uh, hey, Texas. You. Happy holidays. There goes Kevin. Next up, we have Q. Q him up. What's going on? It's all good, Dave. All
6: good. From Liverpool, England here. Yeah? Wow, Q all from right. Liverpool. Is this a real accent? Or are you, are, are you doing it? Are no, you real. <laughs> huge fan of yours. huge fan of Hank, handsome Hank. You know, listen every week. <laughs> excellent thanks there q wait
1: so you're a fan of mine and handsome hanks are you forgetting yeah. anybody
6: uh, uh, maybe maybe rank a little bit you know hey. not, not so much
1: um <laughs> oh, just kidding
6: just kidding He's How, kind of what's going on over in uh in
1: england uh
6: today not it's not not too much it's uh weather's a bit crap you know as usual sure but, um, you know, big big racism row in the in the real football or football world, as you guys say. You know, in the soccer world, but um, it's all good. Enjoying the charges win on Monday night, you know, or on Sunday night for you guys. So I can actually chime in
5: on that, Q. I'm a Manchester United fan, so I know about you guys in Liverpool and whatnot. Yeah. What happened today?
6: I'm I'm actually a United fan in Liverpool, so I'm like basically, I'm basically say, uh, you know, how can I put it? A Yankees fan in Boston, you know, that sort of thing. I'm I'm a United fan too, so it's good good to hear, but uh, you know, fantastic.
1: That does sound. Uh, I got to say, that does sound lousy on your part. I don't want to offend you, Q, but you know, yeah. you're, in, you're yeah. in Liverpool. Don't you have to stand by that team? That I
3: take offense to that because <laughs> Liverpool is sort yeah. of a small is the equivalent like of a small Steve market. Like our Smith, who rooted for the 49ers yeah. instead of the Rams. You know, you know,
6: you know. You go, you know. You, you grow up, you know. You support different clubs. You have got to you got to stick with them. You can't just, you know, you can't abandon them just because you live somewhere now. You know, it's uh, you got to stick with the team, Dave. You know, you 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 live in L.A. You support you still support the Steelers, hey? You
1: know? Yeah, I suppose you're right. all oh, right touche. burn bitten by my own snake. So <laughs> so, but
6: you're a uh, so you're a Chargers guy. I love the Chargers. Yeah, San Diego. all I've never been, but. I just, you know, I, I love their style of play. I love their, you know, the high-powered offense. So, picked them as my team. You know, still going to stick with them through the low times now. So, But hopefully, you know, we still got a shot in the playoffs. I well, said,
3: you know, I said in a previous podcast that I think the Chargers are going to go and make the playoffs. They win out.
6: The Broncos. No, no. Denver, Denver's, Denver's schedule is just, you know, ridiculously easy. I mean. Tim I Tebow, mean, used, they, he used up all his luck already come on the schedule come on they've got coming up at Buffalo Buffalo can't beat anyone me and my friends can beat Buffalo at the moment so (laughs) uh, you know we've got that and Kansas City you know God knows what team will turn up for them so fingers crossed but I'm not, not getting my hopes up really but Get rid of North next year. I think we've got a chance. You know? Frank, you love
1: to talk about America and everything, and now the 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 Brit is getting the better of you, the American, in this little debate here. <laughs> no, I like concerned. how he
3: I like how he casually tossed aside the the Chiefs. Like, oh, remember that team that beat the undefeated Packers? There's no uh, way they undefeated. could rally. No, no, There's you're... no way they could rally to beat the Broncos. But I, what Absolutely. I want to really wait. What I really want to know from Q: How hard would it be for you right now? to go find
6: a bag of pretzels at the store? Ah, good question. Uh, That's, that's, it can't be done. Simply can't be done, you know?
1: Handsome Hank says that you can't buy pretzels (laughs) in
6: England and you actually are supporting this? Dave, you know, he's telling the truth, sometimes. You know, he's a bona fide Brit. Be wow i can't believe what
1: kind of country what kind of sophi- <laughs> su- what kind of supposedly sophisticated society doesn't offer pretzels i don't wow. understand this i might well oh, pret-
6: pretzels aren't all that you know what pretzels what is it a piece of dough that's They're hard, crunchy you know? and salty and delicious end the story that's we don't it get, we, do, we don't get pretzels over here no i don't think all it's a right. big big loss really not a huge fan Cut it out, Q. You're
1: pushing your luck. Do you have any questions for us today, Q?
6: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just a just a huge, huge fan of your podcast. I mean, it's quite difficult being a being a you know, being Brit following American sports, you know, over here. So I was wondering, do you follow any? What's your favorite part of the UK? I mean, what do you follow any sports in the UK, or what's your favorite part apart from the accent? Well,
1: uh, I've paid a visit to London a couple of times in my life. Beautiful city. Wonderful place. I, lo- I love London.
6: London's fantastic.
1: Yeah, would, yeah. would love to, uh, you know, I, of course, I don't think my life at this point is going to ever take me out there. But wish in, uh, in my youth, I wish I had a, a year or six months or something like that to live over there. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll give the obvious answer. What I love about it is uh, I love I love the beer. I love the beer. The pubs, the pubs are great. And, you know, you always say, I don't know. I've I become a snob and maybe pretentious about it. Mm-hmm. People in America who drink Guinness, I scoff at. They're pretentious in my book because they—that's not the way Guinness tastes. Guinness is—it's <laughs> room temperature mm-hmm. and it's deli- its positively the greatest beer there is. And it's not—it's not, not English.
6: they sure totally that's Irish. Yes, it's Irish. Irish.
1: I know, but they still have it in <laughs> English pubs. Don't yeah, shake yeah. your head. No, at me. I'm gonna shake my head. Don't at you. shake your head my at me, Rick. I've been my there. My favorite
3: thing about England's the champagne. No, listen,
1: I said the beer okay. is what I said, but well, all the beer is delicious over geez. there. I love I love going into those pubs. And the, Good. Uh, it's,
3: the, your,
6: it's the traditional quaint British village, isn't it? It's <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> How
3: dare you. <laughs>
6: it's here with you. It's 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 you're it's really – right. tell you, Q, you're really
3: pushing it. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I like this Q. All
6: right, Q. Um, uh, listen, I'm I pre- –
1: uh, it, it's uh, it's lovely of you to take the time to uh, to drop us a line. Uh, what no is it? Problem. What is it over there? Ten o'clock at it's night or
6: so? twenty past ten. Yeah. Twenty past ten. How about that? What um, a good day. Looking forward to, uh, for my for my daily not daily weekly dose of Huey and applesauce.
3: Dave. Excellent, excellent. We're trying Q. to do it more this week. We're going to try to pump out a bunch. Um, Fantastic.
1: And uh, and good luck to your Chargers this weekend. And have a happy holidays, Q. Yeah, you a- too. Take good care. And- Keep an eye out on thank Twitter. You. We're going to keep on doing. It. He didn't need to say goodbye to you. No,
3: that's fine. As a former Chargers, hey, thanks, <laughs> As a former Chargers season ticket holder, I would have felt he would have done. You know, he would have had more of a kinship with me. Now, fair enough. How many? What's up? You know hey, what wait, it is. Wait, wait, here's here's the problem. The line's busy. How many lines do we have into this thing? Because I know that we've got some great Twitter followers. One of the best who follows me is the phony Romo. Uh-huh. Love this guy. He's trying to get through. A lot of people are already tweeting back saying we're trying to get through. How many phone lines do we have, Black Tie? Only so much we can handle. It's blowing up right now. Black people Tie Black Tie Gammes. doesn't understand. Black Tie
1: actually said, I said, let's open up the phone lines and roll some calls He's in. He's like, here. No, he said, it's never going to well, happen. we better set that up. We better spend a week doing this. We better, we're I'm really like going to have to promote that. Dave, I am
5: impressed, I have to say. <laughs> I, I doubted you, and I'm impressed.
1: That's In your face. Um, so do we have anyone else on the line there, Black Tie? Because we also uh, are waiting on a call. We're going to be talking to Jake Johnson, one of the stars Ooh. of New Girl on oh, Fox. Oh, cool. With Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. And oh. I'm putting my list together. I've got to get that up sometime this week. Be on the lookout for this at davedamashek.nfl.com. My proper list... Um, of the best, the foxiest movie characters right. ever. And I've mm. added Kate Hudson to it from Almost Famous. Okay. Of course, uh, we have um, Grace Kelly right now at number one. Still fluid, okay. still could change, mm. but uh, but thinking that one through. So if you want to drop me a line at Damischek, you can let me know. I'm Again, I'm not looking for who is a Foxy actress. Do not send me in notes about role. Angelina Jolie. I'm talking about how they looked in that movie. They could Howie be Mary. hideously ugly. Except if they look good in that movie, then so. If you thought Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire was a foxy lady, which you don't. If you did, though, that would be that's what I'm, I'm talking about. Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm not talking about. I the got one before. for you. *Halle Berry* Swordfish. I've never seen Swordfish, but I got one Berry* Foxy. Yes. What's up,
5: Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. Any
3: movie? Ah, uh, see. see now no, you're, you you're, you're not in. getting oh, you into the what? spirit of it. Here's a good one. It, a good guy. Uma Thurman as Poison no, Ivy.
1: No. No. Yeah. No, I never got the Uma Thurman thing. I, I know, don't. but as Poison Ivy. I'm impervious to it. Okay, we have someone else on the line, Black Tie?
5: Yeah, we do. This is Xavier from, uh, I believe, San Antonio.
1: Xavier, what's happening, fella?
5: Hey, how's it going, guys? What's
2: hey,
1: happening? thanks for the call, Xavier. What's happening?
2: <laughs> uh, I-, I got a little fantasy question to ask you. Lay it on me. Any of you. Uh, is it smart to start Tony Romo this week?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that uh, we've seen all season long. It's not like the Eagles uh, have been gangbusters against the pass or anything really defensively. Yes, Tony Romo, he's red hot. What about
2: um, Felix Jones? Like, is that.
1: Yeah, Again, you can run on the Eagles. Start. Yeah, people are running on them. I'm think i i I'm not sure yet we have to rank. You and me have to jump into the DeLorean and, and go to next Tuesday and see how these games work out. I'm not sure who the winner of that game is going to be, but for some reason I have 37-34 dancing around my head. I think it's going to be a weird game as they generally Shootout. are with those two teams.
6: So I really hope their defense shows up. I'm talking about Dallas' defense because last time we they got, we got
2: real messed up.
1: Yeah, DeMarcus Ware, the thing with DeMarcus Ware, and he deserves a lot of the talk that he gets, but, man, he vanishes for entire weeks sometimes. Like, you know, for a guy who's supposed to be as dominant as he is and then certain weeks he is, there are games that he just is nowhere to be found out on the field. He's got to dominate this game, though, with Mike Vick back now and looking pretty good. But, yeah, to answer Uh your question, I like Romo and I like Felix Jones. Regardless of the outcome of the game, I think that uh, they're going to put up a big number offensively, those Cowboys.
2: You know, last time the Marcus wore faces face was yeah, he had like four sacks. So I'm pretty sure he's going to have a good time
1: yep. this week. Yep, yep. And, uh, and I like the name, by the way. Is it Xavier or
5: Xavier? Xavier. That's the I don't way. i go for the university in basketball if you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
2: Oh, that, cool.
1: I like how that sounds. All right, man, well, listen, thanks for the call and uh, happy holidays to you.
2: Thank you. Happy holidays to you guys, too. Have
1: a good one. I think that was sound, uh, that was sage sound fantasy, fantasy advice. Adv- advice here. You
3: should, are you on that fantasy show?
1: I am, oh, NFL good. Fantasy Live. I'm on there with you. You should. I would think you'd remember that because oh, we've been doing rad. it for two seasons <laughs> together now. I thought you might remember me having been in there. But uh, um, do we have any more calls there, uh, Black Tie, that we want to get to, or do we want to uh, get to Jake Johnson here?
3: I can tell by Twitter that people are trying to get through. One more. Let's do one
1: more call here, and then we'll uh, we'll dial up uh, Jake Johnson and kibitz with him. Bears fan, this Jake Johnson, apparently. Chicago yeah. guy. So look forward to talking to him. And a lot of big
3: movies, a lot of comedy movies. You think mm-hmm. he looks like me, huh? You know, if we ever do a, a Dave Damoshek movie. Yeah. Great. I'm not going to hold my
1: breath for that happening. Great. It's a Dave Damashek movie. That'd be terrific.
3: Basically, you know what it is?
1: It's uh, basically if you watch Streetcar Named Desire. That's basically what uh, my domestic life's like. What? Yeah, yeah. Except it's not in uh, the bayou. It's in Southern California. Oh, okay, yeah. Outside of that, though, pretty much. I mean, he and I, you know, Brando and I, Stanley Kowalski, cut a similar figure. You know, raw, unhinged sexuality. What's so I, gonna see, happen I see
3: Dr. Violet.
1: Ray, Ray, right. Ray, how are you what's,
2: today? Hold what's on, guys.
3: How are what's you, up, Ray? Ray? What's the poop?
2: I'm doing pretty good. I talk to you guys on Twitter every once in a while. My uh, tag is Fantasy Loser.
3: Oh, oh I yes, know yes. you. Stop with the all caps. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> That's pretty weird, Rank.
1: I'm not making fun. Well, I am making fun, but. You may don't. You may not have enough Twitter followers if you can identify the way yeah, well, the no font kidding. they use. I've <laughs> gone from
3: thirteen to twelve because my aunt finally stopped following me. Yeah, that was probably yeah. the wise move. Hey, uh, so what's going
1: on today, Ray?
2: Uh the same. Old, I'm in setting up, lineup looking through uh, stuff. I'm in my uh, playoffs. I'm doing pretty good in two out of the three. Then. Uh, that I that I started in. Not me.
3: So you're calling the play. I'm not. Break. I'm,
1: not I, I'm out of the playoffs in all my fantasy leagues. It's been my worst season ever. But anyway, enough about me. What uh, you have a question for us about? I your have
3: line. a question.
2: Um, just thinking about all the uh, this last year that we started uh, with all the leagues and everything. How there's been a lot of changes <clears throat> according with the draft. You know, being able to trade play, trade drafts, and everything else like that uh draft positions more than anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um in my league consistently I've been playing for what, ten, twelve years now. I mean I started off in salary cap, and move my way through to start doing draft. My real question is basically I just wonder what you guys feel about maybe Releasing the draft order like maybe a few weeks before the draft in, in order to give cheap people a better chance to maybe trade spots. Of course, you should do mock that. Draft better.
1: My, my West Coast League, we uh, our commissioner, cousin Sal, distributes uh, a month ahead of time. I forget how he does it. He does, it has something to do with the daily California lottery. <laughs> Somehow, a uh, numbers are assigned by that, and we find out our draft order. Another way to do it is is, and it also keeps everyone engaged all season, all through the off season. I mean, no through the uh, through the back end of the regular season in fantasy football. If your team is you know two and ten and you, you're checked out, it keeps you engaged. Is that you play a losers bracket? In the playoffs, when the teams that make the playoffs are doing it, the teams that don't make it are playing their playoffs of their own. Essentially, it's sort of like the NBA lottery, and whoever wins that gets their choice of their picking order, some you know somewhere in the draft. If you think the best thing, I want the first overall pick, and I won the losers bracket, I'll take the first overall pick so I can get Aaron Rodgers. Or I, you know what, I like the back end, like I like the, the five spot or yeah, something. I like that. So so I would suggest that, but better than all those ideas. Do the auction. The auction is the way to go. Once you do it, you'll never go back. The snake draft is fun, but the auction is the way to go. That's a different level of expertise that's required. Do the auction draft in 2012. That's my uh, my advice to you,
4: Ray. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so I mean, much it's like- fun.
1: It's a bidding it up, you know. Try, you know, the whole game. You've watched, uh, you've seen plenty of auctions on TV. You know, bidding somebody up, Storage trying to get Wars. the price high and everything. It's 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 great, great fun. Like like I say, I can't recommend it enough.
3: Does somebody in your auction draft act like Ray from or Dave from Storage Wars, where he's like right at the last second? He's like, "Yep." <laughs> you
1: yeah. have always do wait till the last possible second. Yeah, uh, thirty nine, going once, twice, forty two. Uh, you jerk. Um, all right, Ray. Does that help you?
2: That helps me. Yeah, I was just curious about it because, you know, obviously it's, been, uh, it's something that I've been pushing for in my league and as a commissioner in one of mine. It's definitely something I'm going to implement next year. Give and it a try. Draft. Go
1: online and tra- take a shot with some of those auction drafts. You'll see that's a lot of fun to do.
2: Yeah, no, I probably will. Next year is the year, though. I tried the mock drafts this year, and it didn't work out. They were too complicated with everybody. You know how the mock drafts are. Yeah. Some people just check out. Sure. But I'll definitely give it a shot next year.
1: All right. Uh, well, uh, good luck with that, and good luck in the playoffs, and have a happy holidays. All right, Ray?
2: You too. Thanks for, taking Thanks my for call. the call.
1: Thanks for the Red. best to you. There Bye he boy. goes. And uh, and now you see black tie that if we want to take calls, we are able to do so. People actually will call us. There we'll are call. black tie seems surprised that. Wait a second. People, people actually listen us. to the podcast. I didn't think that they did. Black ties frame of mind is I'm required as part of my job to do this, but people actually choose to do this recreationally. Yeah. for a Pleasure to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Tie, that's the
3: answer. It that's, happens. It's so, and it's true, though, because, you know, I do only have a, but a handful of Twitter followers, but I get to know these guys.
1: Um, all right, right now, hold that dot rank because we want to get to him, uh, Black Tie. You have him on the line? All right, great. Uh, we have uh, one of the stars of the uh, breakout Fox sitcom hit starring Zoe Deschanel, New Girl. It's, uh, it's Jake Johnson. How are you today, Jake? I'm
7: doing great.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, listen, uh, first things first, you're on uh, the new hit show. I, th- I hear it hailed as uh, uh, America's favorite new comedy. Is that true?
7: Yeah, we're, we've uh, gotten pretty good ratings and a good start so far. We just got nominated for a Golden Globe for uh, Best Comedy, so we're pretty excited over there.
1: Oh, well, muzzle tough. It's interesting because the other candidate for Best New Comedy is Two Broke Girls. So, you yeah. know, girls in the title equals success this year. <laughs>
7: Yeah, there's a couple of cable shows with girls in the title that are pretty successful, too, but they're not in our category.
1: Um, Now, Jake, let me ask you about the star, Zoe Deschanel. Something that Rank and I have been uh, yapping about here of late is I'm I'm putting together my list of the single most attractive character in movie history, female. And, uh, you know, I, I go Grace Kelly in Rear Window. And okay. I think you know. I think Kate Hudson in Almost Famous. I'm not saying Kate Hudson the
7: actress. Wow, you're going young with Almost Famous, Kate Hudson. I
1: I, I think that's her best role. I, I'm not. And yep. again, I, I have to clarify the character, not the sure. actress. It's get, easy I to do. J- okay, all right. So yeah, and no, I, you, I think you so. Like
7: the, you like the groupies.
1: <laughs> I, I guess you could paint me with that brush. Uh, the uh, I, I only wish we could find some here at the, at the podcast. You know,
3: slim pickings out here.
1: Now, yeah, you know, there's a 19 year old intern, and he's not. My, he, he, he's just not my type. But that's about uh, as close as we've got. Huge
7: football fan, groupie is not as hot
1: as <laughs> almost famous. No, indeed. But what about uh, what about Zoe? Is she? I, I think in 500 Days of Summer, she might make my list, my top ten.
7: How yes, say you? It's a great character for her. A, um, Zoe's you... really, I mean, look, I, I've said it before in press, and you mostly hear actors talk about other actors, and it's kind of obnoxious when they say how great they are and how cool they are, because it feels phony. But with Zoe, it's the real deal. She is so cool and easy to work with and, you know, fun and attractive. And I think she's really attractive in this character, a new girl.
3: Does
1: she give you a playground? Does she does she take chances as an actor, and that keeps you excited? That's that that's what I find always uh, sort of off-putting when I hear actors talking about uh, you know the, uh, about how brave other actors are. <laughs> are you a brave actor, Jake? <laughs> does well, Zoe you give you some... a
7: playground to
1: to spread your wings?
7: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if braveness is the uh, <laughs> the way to describe an actor because we are wearing makeup. Uh, but i will say about zoe what she does i mean at least for me on set the biggest thing is because we work you know 14 hour days five days a week and for me certain actors take themselves so seriously that work becomes hard to do and i think what makes zoe so great to work with is she does bits in between while we're working Mm. so like the guys and i are all doing bits and if Zoe wasn't, you know, in on the bits with us, it would be fine. It just wouldn't be as much fun. But Zoe's doing as many jokes as with us, so it's the whole day we're just kind of goofing around.
3: I get that because Dave doesn't hang out with the rest of the staff while we're kidding around and doing bits in between. <laughs>
7: it's not
1: my yeah, way. Yeah, I understand. I have to carry the show, you understand, <laughs> Jake. I, I don't have time to, to you know, yap and waste time and uh, play grab ass with the likes of uh, Rankin yeah. Black Tie over there.
7: Yeah, see for my job I feel like it's fifteen percent memorizing lines and it's eighty five percent playing grab ass outside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, so you are are you a in born and bred?
7: Yeah, I'm a I'm diehard all Chicago sports. I'm Bears, I'm Cubs, and I'm bulls. Uh I
3: I, I know and
7: I, and I was watching the game when Tivo and, you know, God or Jesus, whoever beat us in the fourth quarter in overtime.
3: <laughs> Who do you credit that win to?
7: I mean, in in real life or in the however, you it, now,
3: however you see it, however you um, see it.
7: I credit it with uh, you know what's his name Prater, the kicker. Prater, yeah. An unbelievable fifty nine yard field goal, which is not easy to make. I mean, I know we're in Mile High, but it's still not easy. I think they have a great defense. I think they have a great team, and I think you know Tebow's got a great will to win. You know, and here's I was the thing: really with... against Tebow this whole time, but after I mean, look. He's not going to beat the Patriots. He's not going to beat Tom Brady. I don't care how much he prays and how much he's got goodwill on hmm. his side. He's not going to win that game.
1: Agree I with he's you a on that. Of the player. Uh, well, but the thing is, with uh, Prater, you just reminded me. You know what I don't care for about him is he's a kicker who's got those barbed wire tats. I mean, that's not a good look on anybody, <laughs> but especially on a kicker, right?
7: No, unless it's 1993 and I'm in Catalina Island, I don't want to see barbed wire tattoos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it really is kind of uh, silly, you know, It's a, that, uh, that, that that the kicker guy is out there wearing the uh, the
7: tough guy tattoos. Yes. <laughs> I, I agree. Unless I'm, I'm in real life and I found out he's like 6'2 and a professional athlete,
3: well, in fairness, though, the Gramatica brothers had tramp stamps.
7: <laughs> I wasn't aware. Yeah. Breaking that news! That would make yeah. that NFL commercial they do way funnier yeah. when they walk <laughs> away you see the little tramp stamps on
3: the
1: back. Uh, so, what about the Bears now? There are rumors out there that Jay Cutler may come back, but by you know by week seventeen, it could all be just about done for your team it looks yeah. so good and all of a sudden cutler goes away and uh boy the wheels are off eh
7: yeah i i for me the problem with the bears and believe me when he got hurt i was devastated because i thought we you know we're for sure a playoff team and when it's us versus the packers because of our history i do believe anything can happen i think the packers and the saints are clearly the best two teams in the nfc but i think if we see them in a playoff game we could be anybody can win and when we lost Cutler, the problem with the Bears is Lovey Smith and his loyalty. And every, it reminded me of Rex Grossman, where you just, Lovey Smith, something in him stops thinking. And he just does that same old rhetoric of, you know, Rex Grossman is our quarterback. We're happy. And he started doing it again with Caleb Haney, who's terrible.
1: Yeah, Caleb Haney. Everybody was so high on him in after the NFC title game that uh, people actually thought maybe Caleb's better than Jay Cutler. No. That, over the last couple of weeks, not. maybe not. But in fairness yeah, to
7: their first game back? Absolutely not.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but in fairness to him, there's no Matt Forte to me, which is the bigger thing.
1: Yeah, uh, fair point. And Marion okay. Barber, in fact. Forget you said who's the real uh who's responsible for that victory um against uh against Denver, who got Prater we can name Tebow God, a, but it's really Marion
7: Barber III the third who
1: cost yeah, the Bears so that sad game.
7: Because he's such a great player, and he seems to be such a great teammate. And he's literally one of those guys. For me, it's so easy to root for. If you saw that hard knocks on him when he was was yeah when, when he was a cowboy, he was so, he just seems like such a great teammate and so enthusiastic and works so hard. I'm like, this is the guy anybody but him is the
1: goat I know it's uh, yeah you do feel bad for guys like that it's like when uh, Jerome Bettis uh, uh, the last play of his career could have been that fumble in Indianapolis uh, Roethlisberger yeah, totally. obviously took that away but uh, that would have been the worst ending to any career in uh, yeah maybe in sports history what about uh, now you've you it's not just uh, new girl you've done you've done a number of uh, high-profile comedies and worked with a bunch of uh, big names what about Jonah Hill's weight loss is it disconcerting Have you Seen him since the weight loss?
7: Yeah, he literally... I I have. We did twenty one jump Street That's together. what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh 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 yeah. You know, is... So
1: he say so he's he was thin for the picture. I didn't know if Jonah Hill was thin oh, yeah. during shooting. Yeah, he
7: got he got skinny, and then yeah, it's to be honest, I mean, it's it, it, look. I I think Jonah Hill's a mogul. I think he is really funny, and I think he's also one of those guys that he like directs while he's acting. Mm-hmm. So if he's skinny, that means he's probably going to be making movies longer, and I think there's only a matter of time before he's going to get on the other side of the camera.
3: Yeah, but he and, said... Okay.
7: And as an actor for me, I'm like, great, man. Produce something directed, give me a look at that.
3: See, but the thing is, is he mentioned it when he was in the movie Funny People, that if you're a big guy, you got to remain a big guy. Yeah, totally. Nobody likes, but 21 Jump Street, i got to bring this up, and I'm not pandering. I saw the trailer for it, and I recommend anybody go, who can go out and see the trailer, I typically don't laugh out loud at trailers. The last one, you know... I was into the movie uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. That was the last one. Where the trailers made me laugh. Twenty-one Jump Streets like that. Tell us a little bit about it. They went comedy because, like, it was a, a, a somewhat serious show. Who's playing Booker though? Did you guys get Richard Grieco back?
7: You know, I don't. I, I wasn't there for all the cameos, but I, I heard they got almost everybody.
3: Oh, nice. That would
7: be like nice. I, I know Johnny Depp was there for sure. But I, I heard they got almost everybody. I was there for, you know, I just, I play the principal in it. So I'm only in a couple of scenes, but I was down in New Orleans a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you, when I heard that they were doing 21 Jump Street, I felt like, you know, like, all right, Jonah and Channing, I think it's funny too some, but, you know, you got to wait and see. And even as an actor, like, you're excited to be part of it, but it's the same thing. You don't know how anything's going to go. I think it's going to be really funny. Those two dudes were pretty funny together on set and in real life.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: Like they're a real weird twosome.
3: Oh, really? And, it,
7: and in a pretty funny way. Like Channing, he's a funny guy.
3: Yeah, no, no, he comes off great in those trailers.
7: Yeah, like I, he played, I always thought of him as more of just like the action guy, you know. But he's a funny dude.
3: Yes, I don't like when Rob, handsome Rob guys try to do it. it up in that movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's in it, too. Yeah. Regal's dynamite. Yeah. And it's great because what it is, it's it's like Channing is like the dumb jock who was popular in high school where Jonah Hill was kind of the nerd. And now they're both in the police academy. So he's helping them get across. It comes across great. And when you talk about movies, I got it. Something we've been starting to kick around here. We've been trying to pitch the Dave Damashek movie. We have. Around here. We have. Yes. Behind my I've back. The,
1: well, we're not. are I, I have a. I have a bad feeling that this is. Not, this is one of those. Uh, what, 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 the uh, when they write biographies, the unauthorized. The this unauthorized is an
7: unauthorized
3: picture. movie <laughs> yes, about absolutely. Dunaway. Yeah, yeah. Dunaway. We he, don't. Uh, we're not going to bring you into the last bit. You'll get a nice cameo where you just kind of come in. It's going to be a slam piece like a Joan Crawford, but no, but, Faye Dunaway is. Uh, but Jake, I want. I, I think you're the top of my list. If you kind of look, we'll put up the pictures on the on the website at uh, the Dave Put it up. I think Jake is a great choice to play you. He's a and he's a football guy. Mm-hmm. I think. What do you got? You got some time available? Do you, do you think you have time to come in and read for the Dave Damischak movie?
7: I mean, let's make a video about the audition process.
3: Hmm. Oh, I like it.
7: Uh, I'll come in there. I'll I'll study Dave. Well, I'll go mess it with it. I'll walk around. I'll you know I'll pretend I'm like Jim Carrey and Man on the Moon. Make you guys all call me, you know, call me <laughs> Dave and act like I'm him. Well, so you, car, just so
1: go, you should know, going so that in, would be a,
3: Mr. Damischel. A,
1: a few things you should you should know to get uh, get your the wheels turning. If if I can, um, I, um, uh, drinking booze is uh, is a passion of mine. <laughs> Uh, it's one it's of my hobbies. Race? It's it's my favorite hobby, pretty much. Right. And,
3: What's your booze of choice?
1: Well, I like uh, you know I, I I'm not choosy. You know, whatever uh, the
3: staff's buying for him.
1: I, that's right. <laughs>
7: whatever is free. Okay.
1: I like that, and um, just you know, if if, uh, if this is going to be an R-rated movie, I don't know how you see this one, Adam Rank. But there's this, no way with with the language, it's automatic. Oh, right. So yes, yeah, does have to be R-rated. So I assume there will be some love scenes. If there are, you should know this, Jake. Um, I'm, I'm a surprisingly <laughs> vigorous lover, but I'm also, uh, I'm also, I'm also a loud lover. So you, so you're gonna want to work <laughs> so that who's in. Who's
7: gonna play the lady, David.
1: Well, I only, I've only convinced. Uh, uh, my rate of success is about one a decade. So I don't know. So we, we, uh, we'll have to figure out who might uh, play that. Maybe we could get Kate Hudson. To doll up, uh, like, uh, or maybe you could put it in a good word with Zoe Deschanel. That might be Who funny. also,
3: we've, we've, we missed the point that she was also an almost famous as well. Oh. Oh, Did yeah, you? she wasn't almost.
7: She was great in yeah, almost she famous. She great. I think as the older sister in that, that's an attractive character, too. Which Absolutely. She had that kind of like older sister in Wonder Years look, that kind of hippie 60s look.
3: Yeah. And she went off to be a stewardess. Yeah, she got dressed. She got dolled up. Yeah, I like that. I would say I would put her ahead of Kate Hudson in that picture. I Um, would too,
7: actually.
3: Oh,
1: well, uh, Jake, it's been a pleasure and we look forward to having you in for this audition process. Am I allowed to be am I allowed to be a part of the production? It depends.
3: It depends on how much you really want to be behind the scenes. I thought it was I think for the true story, it's best told by those who interact with you the most.
7: I mean, can I can I say this as as an actor who's potentially playing, you know, the man, the myth, the legend? Mm-hmm. I would like him around a lot.
1: Oh, okay, all right. I think it's important. I feel like the to see how I got to you know how Dave Damashek became Dave Damashek, I think uh-huh. it's important to show Warts
3: and all. So, yes. so.
7: I, I do too. Um, I, I think we should make a video, guys. And
3: I want what I you want to go back Adam, to the homeland in Pittsburgh, too. You got to take him back to Primantes and see how he see how he interacts with the fine people. I want to see,
1: uh, you know, if, if Jake uh, Jake is the sort of guy. I mean, he's the sort of uh, actor who I think is willing to take chances. And that's what's sure. exciting about being a, an actor is is finding that. And I like his bravery. That's why and we're going to find
7: an actress who's yeah, like a playground playground and play, boys.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. And uh, speaking of play, uh, one last thing. What do you think about the uh, Chicago Cubs prospects? come 2012?
7: Um, I think by 2014, Epstein's going to take us to a World Series.
1: 2014? right. got to get Prince, though, right? You, can, you are, are, Any uh, philosophical issues with bringing Prince Fielder in uh, after he plays an hour north of you guys uh, there for so many years?
7: No, they just got Aramis Ramirez, our third baseman. Um, That's true, The right? only thing I'm afraid of with Fielder, and it kind of happened with Soriano, although Soriano's obviously not as good as Prince Fielder, I don't love those huge contracts to guys who are you know already in their second big contract. Mm-hmm. I I like them, I like younger guys who are hungrier. I like you Oh, know. Prince
1: Fielder's plenty hungry. I don't think there's any question about that.
7: <laughs> yeah, but I think after that contract he's hungry for something else.
3: Yeah, I think what you want is a guy just coming off a world series who's allegedly 32 signing a 200 million dollar deal.
7: I mean At, that's the dumbest in the
3: world. Like the angel, I'm an Angels fan, so let's remember. Lim- think of that. I, w- you know, what's surprising of everybody here who's not an Angels fan, they were thought it was the greatest thing ever, and I was the only one, the voice of the voice of reason, going, "Wait, we just gave this guy 260 million, and he's 32 For 10 years, and he's got no motivation. He's he's yeah. he's done everything." He's been the best ever, and like he's starting to age. him. like, look, I
7: think he's going to be really good for the next two, or three years.
3: Yes, yeah, we what get about that lucky. A
7: forty-one-year-old Albert Pujols.
1: Well, it's you know, it really is. It's uh, crass, perhaps, to say so, but you know, without PEDs and steroids and all that That's jazz, right. we now have a false sense of expectations created by the last fifteen or twenty years. This is going to totally be oh right. natural Albert Pujols when he's thirty nine or forty, and I awesome. don't think yeah that the drop off that should be that, in the
3: contract. Whatever your workout regimen was beforehand, <laughs> <Right>. you've <laughs> got to keep it going.
1: Yeah, well you know what NHL they grandfathered in the if oh you came into the league and you went when you uh, and you weren't wearing a helmet. Okay, you don't have to play in a helmet. Same thing. Oh, you were doing
7: steroids before we banned them. You can keep up. Keep going. That would be a great rule. <laughs> that would be a, that you would came be. in the rule. You were cheating. What's fair is fair. You should be able to cheat as long as you're in the in the league.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Well, listen, Jake. It's a real pleasure to yap with you. You seem like a delightful fellow, and now I look forward to uh, to. I, I'm not making you any promises, but uh, I like uh, I like your way, and I'm going to kiss you into the next round of uh, the star of the Dave Damaschek picture.
7: I mean, I love it. I'm, I'm happy to fight for the role.
1: All right. In the meantime, we're going to, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to make any promises either about scheduling. You might have to take a little hiatus from uh, New Girl. But in the meantime, continued success with that show.
7: Thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure talking to you.
1: Yes, indeed. Thanks All for right. joining us. All the best.
7: Nice guy, Rank. Really nice guy. Nice guy. I, mean, he
1: seems, I, I think he's sincere. I think we can get him to work for scale. Yeah. If, oh, if he absolutely. has If he gets to play dave damashek it sounds like uh you know it's one of those it's a passion project it's not
3: something that he has to <laughs> yeah get you know you do well, you, you do the big money picture yeah as we see on entourage you do the big money picture and then you can do the small project once that you have appeals juice, to
1: your heart right this is one that he that that, that will just be pure for, purely for pleasure and oh. for art's sake and can i say something the tormented like- soul that is dave damashek <laughs> who will play
3: you that's a that's a subject for another day if I I would say this. If Matthew Perry is willing to put on about 80 pounds, Uh we got our guy. (laughs) But here's the thing. Can I say something? Shave his head. Yeah, of course. Throw a uh, cheesy chinny beard. All right. Now that Jake is off the line, let me give you the straight dope about the 21 Jump Street trailer. Uh Watch it. It is. Ag- it is. Leg- I was. You not- said it. How much can a p- human
1: being talk about a stinking trailer? I don't. care about I,
3: a trailer. I want people to know that I was being sincere. I thought it was very funny, and I usually watch it and like. All okay, right. this is going to be dumb. Understood.
1: No. J- uh, as it as it turns out, Adam Rank is not a Hollywood fo- phony. He was being sincere when, with our guest and saying that he loved his trailer. If you didn't get that in the 17 minutes he spent oh, talking about how, out how great the trailer was. Uh, that's it black tie you were excited about the uh, as i was about the dark knight trailer huh
5: i was actually. is that what it's called
1: dark Knight? dark, dark Knight, knight rises.
5: rises dark Knight was the last one um the trailer was great the prologue was actually even better i didn't see the prologue but i can't
1: wait and it's only uh it, who's who is this it's Catwoman and bane
5: as far as we know and hathaway
1: yeah the only yeah I, I don't necessarily have to see the penguin and all that but i am a little disappointed that's my one grievance with this trilogy of batman pictures well two i have i have two grievances one is i don't know you know scarecrow although i thought that was great in the first this uh, new one or the you know the most recent uh, version of these batman pictures i like the scarecrow character but the other thing is that i can't stand is why did they have batman talk in that terrible voice christian slater I mean Christian Slater, Christian Bale talks like a normal person and then when he becomes Batman he talks like this. <laughs> I'm going to get you
7: Scarecrow. <laughs> I'm going to get you Catwoman.
1: Oh the love we're going to make when I get my mitts on you.
5: <laughs> I
1: don't know if that's that's I don't, cre- know, I don't that's, know if he says that in the movie but You know what's
5: good
3: too. But was, why does he
1: talk I, like that? Wait, speaking
5: of actual speaking of voices, there's a lot of talk about people being angry about not being able to hear Bane. Bane actually cannot be heard in the prologue of the trailer his voice is through a mask and christopher nolan saying he's sticking with it so
1: bane though the comic book character is a tough guy he's not just a tough guy though but he's smart but we saw in the um what was the guy who made the uh the bat the the george clooney batman whoever that guy was that director. i can't think of his name um actually the batman forever wasn't so bad though with riddler right Two-Face was lame in that one, but I thought Jim Carrey as Riddler was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Val Kilmer was an underrated Batman. Absolutely. Rank the Batmans. Adam West, number one. All right. Michael Keaton's got to be number two. No, no. I go Val Kilmer, too. Ah, I know tough. people
3: don't like it, but uh, he's the second best. It's tough. You know what? I haven't seen any of the Christian Bale ones. What? I have not. I'm going to... It's good, no, because you know what? Because I'm I'm involved. I'm sorry. I
1: hate to do this with the with the with the holidays nigh, but you know what? Take it. Ow! Listen, I don't want that to happen. But you know, when you say stuff like that, especially we've been talking
3: about for ten minutes, and then you choose to to lay that on me, real quick. I was going to say because well, no, because I'm in on the uh, the DC comic reboot, and that's one of the ones I read. I read Detective Comics. And I'm glad I haven't seen the Bane ones because it would ruin it because the voice I actually hear when I'm reading Batman is Adam West. Uh, I don't want it. I don't want to disturb from that.
1: That is great. Real quick. One thing I want to do, because we've
3: accomplished
1: uh, a lot here with uh, with a bonus cast Mm -hmm. for you in front of the holidays. Um, And by the way, is there any better gift than uh, that you can give a loved one on the holiday than a subscription to a free podcast with two dopes on it? That's what I encourage you to do this holiday season. (laughs) It's episode
3: 41. That's what we have to do. We have to name who wore 41 best. Brian Piccolo. Brian, you know, I was at the Hall of Fame. No, we went to the Hall of Fame this year. But when I was there a couple of years ago, I saw somebody walking around in a Piccolo jersey. That's awesome. Brian Piccolo, for the
1: young people who don't know, Brian's song, the movie about the tragic figure, who Gail Sayers, best friend of the Chicago Bears, who died very young, uh, played by Jimmy Conn. In the, yes. uh, in the in the TV movie, uh, he was uh, yeah, number forty-one. Glenn Rice wore forty-one. Glenn, of
3: course, he was one of my With the Lakers. Did he when, wear it? Uh, yeah, in when Michigan. It was when, nah, I would have to ask Sarah Palin. But for Charlotte, I know he wore <laughs> number forty-one. Naughty. I. Uh, but you know what's funny is Glenn Rice to me was always one of those underrated NBA players, and part of it was because he got hurt. But he was so good on those Lakers teams. He was a real key part of that. Those first run, sure. of those titles that I don't think he gets his due. But Dirk Nowitzki probably, uh, yeah. probably, absolutely has surpassed him. And in basketball, Wes Unseld. That's a great those cool one. Cool old uh, bullet uniforms. But you got
1: to go, Tom. Terrific, eh?
3: Tom Seaver, Eddie Matthews, yeah, one or two. Tom Seaver probably got to be Tom Seaver. Got to be right. I'm trying to
1: think, yeah, who? I think Fulton Walker. Of the Miami Dolphins' war, number 41. Charlie the- Waters. Oh, right, yeah. Well, but Fulton Walker is the first man. Here's a nice little piece of trivia for your next uh, sports showdown at the bar. Get somebody to buy you a beer on this. Fulton Walker, the first man to return a kickoff in the Super Bowl for a touchdown. There's a nice little uh, little tidbit for you. Very nice. I know my Super Bowl lore. You 25 and under, I'm gangbusters. You can't. I'm, I'm hard to beat. If you go, I uh, pretty, pretty that's, much 30. And you know under. what?
3: The next time we we have callers, we should have them call in with Super Bowl trivia. Oh, that's good. You
1: know what? I can't believe we had calls and we didn't talk to our old pal, the Ed, my favorite caller of all time. We should have really lined that up as a as a holiday treat next week. How about that, Rick? Next week, we definitely will talk with our pal Ed. And speaking of things that we have been remiss in not doing. The land of the fox. Now, the land Mm. of the fox in the entire Czech Republic. This is prime real estate. Now, Mount Pius is Tony real estate, but that's for the pious people. You don't want (laughs) to live up there. And then, of course, there's uh, Lake Cowardice that uh, Adam Rank likes to to swim in sometimes. That's true. You you know, Well, I'm going to ask our guest this. Well, I can't wait to get Steve Smith on the line. I'm going to confront him. And then Steve Smith gets on the line and say, Adam, you want to ask your question? You're like, no, I don't think we so. We didn't ask. We the didn't even talk. not Clippers. right for that. We weren't talking about Clippers. But the land of the Fox is where only the Foxy Foxiest... is.
3: Wait, did I not call him out for that 49ers stuff? Only
1: don't the foxiest on, foxes reside in, uh, in the land of the fox. And uh, the reason it came it comes up again is, by the way, in, uh, in Black Tie, if you don't mind, play uh, play just to remind everybody what the song sounds like. In, in the
4: land of the
1: fox. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, the foxiest foxes reside there. I noticed, was it Maxim Magazine? Who was it? Somebody named Jennifer Aniston, the hottest woman of all time. Men's health. Men's health, ridiculous. Mm. Now, Foxy, no question about it. Sure. You wrote a terrific Pick 6 column about it, Thank as you. matter of fact. But it was my
3: like-dislike column. Your like-dislike,
1: I'm sorry, yes. And, uh, and I mean, how, do you, how what was the analogy you drew? I thought it was a powerful one.
3: It would be akin to us coming out and saying the best quarterback in NFL history, Joe Theismann. Yeah, good. Good. I enjoy him. I enjoy his work now. But not it's bad, like, but, yeah. Good quarterback. But Hall it's are like, very good. He's not no, the I, best
1: ever. Aniston's foxy, maybe she might make my list in fact of movie characters. I liked her in that picture with Clive Owen. She was foxy. That was a good one. Uh she's the one with uh yeah that was Ed, the, Burns, is, Ed Burns' picture. She's foxy. And now. the guy
3: who's on those Geico commercials now. Yeah, right. That's where he's fallen. Yeah. That's yeah, what these That's a national speaking ad. I'm sure he's doing that's actually yeah, pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. But cuz so, the guy from the guy from Oz is the Mayhem guy for Allstate. Oh, right. Yeah, you play at O'Reilly. That's right, yeah. I like connecting so those it's, dots. So it's weird. I mean, the problem is it's that reality television. Not as many paying, you know, acting roles going around because they get snooky to work for free.
1: Well, Rank, Let's. I, what we like to do is we like to have Land of the Fox showdowns. Mm-hmm. We vote people in. We vote Foxy women into the Land of the Fox. Who shall we tackle this week? Should it be Batman vixens since we just brought up Batman? We could go mm-hmm. Kim Basinger. Who uh, you could go? Um, I'm trying to think who was in the Adam West uh, in the Adam West Batman? Oh, yeah. it was Foxy? All those Catwomen were pretty good.
3: But I still, and I, I'm with you. I'm not a Basinger, a, Nicole Kidman. See, I'm not a, an Uma Thurman guy, but her is Poison Ivy. Was really nah, good. That was perfect yuck. for her. Ka-
1: M- Michelle Pfeiffer. How about that? If we have a showdown, Michelle Pfeiffer, Kim Basinger, and then. I don't, Nicole Kidman doesn't really do it for me. What do you think? Holly Berry. Holly Berry? Wasn't she in one of the remakes? Oh, no, she was in Bat- Catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman. I'm trying to think, though, real quick. It was I. Okay, I say that's what it is. Make that our poll question, Black Tie. Michelle Pfeiffer or Kim Basinger? Women who have wooed. Bruce Wayne. Those are the two I think we choose from because Hall, Maggie Gyllenhaal.
3: Yeah, because well, you Oof. know what? We got to really think about the no, old. Thank you. The old school Batmans had some gorgeous women, and I want to keep them separate. Ooh, who was Batgirl? Eartha, oh, Eartha Kitt. Uh, Eartha yeah. Kitt. There was also, but what was the uh,
1: the girl in uh, in um, the the third and fourth Batman? The one oh. with Clooney.
3: Right, right, right. No, not Elisa Al- Silverstone. Silverstone.
1: Yeah, she doesn't make it. No, sorry. She's, She's she out. doesn't make the cut. So it's that's it. Go to davedamashek.nfl.com, and you will uh, be able to vote the foxiest Batman movie woman ever. Is it uh, Michelle Pfeiffer or Kim Basinger? And one shall gain admittance Two. The land of the fox. All right, listen. Have a happy holidays, everybody. Hope, uh, hope you have a good one. Hope you enjoy the weekend of football that awaits us. We'll be back with more hooey and applesauce later on. But in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. Ooh, don't forget, check
5: awards next week.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring.